Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And we are on the air. Not the air. We're on the computer, which will then be uploaded into the cloud and then will be downloaded by whatever program you listen to. And then we'll be sort of sitting in your phone until you listen to it. And right about now is probably the time you're turning it off. We're here. Double deuce. Double deuce. That was a really long intro. Well, I'm very J-Mouse of you. I, I, <laughs> I wanted to follow the path. I wanted to follow the pieces. Hey, we've got Sheila McGuire here. We do. Hi. You might remember her from such books as Facebook and Grams as Insta. And uh, Do you have a Tumblr? I do, but it's not very active. Uh, if you want to go look at what I did five years ago under Balanced for Broadcast. Nice. So if you are really obsessive about Sheila McGuire, local <laughs> Lawrence celebrity. If you want to dig deeper. If you want to dig yeah. deeper. Deep cuts. I say Lawrence celebrity. I think I'm just <coughs> that's kind of a big up. But you know a lot of people. I was I was for a moment. I mean, I was identified um, as doing burlesque when I was getting gas and had no makeup on, so right. I was basically famous for a time. Oh, okay, nice, <laughs> nice. I was like, I've arrived. You, uh, <laughs> with no makeup, you've got that burlesque face. <laughs> yes, and they recognized me without hearing my cunty voice, so, you know. <laughs> nice, nice. And, and actually, I, this, is, this is a legit question. Did, did you actually ever burlesque dance? Or um, is, is that... I actually, like... Legit performed uh, in New York. Really? <laughs> I only emceed here, but I did. I went to burlesque camp a couple years ago. Oh, okay. Um, and it came up that I could go again this year, but it's just schedule conflicts. But right. Uh, yeah, I was in Beacon, New York, and that was the first time I did an actual striptease. What? I didn't yeah. even know that you had a second career. I had to go to the East Coast as a- <laughs> to unleash my talent. <laughs> As a burlesque dancer, right. I, I thought you were just sort of the resident social media smartass. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was really your full time <laughs> occupation and fashion designer. If I can get paid to, uh, yeah, say post memes and right. it me and, <laughs> right. and sew at my leisure, oh, definitely, I would do that full time. So if you've got a job opening for a part time uh, seamstress, social media coordinator uh, for whatever business you're in. Uh, hire Sheila. And Hashtag hire me. It hire me. Yes. Yeah. Hire it me. Hire it me. <laughs> uh, there was this artist, or uh, singer, Mac DeMarco. Um, he was looking for someone to run his social media in New York. And I was like, oh my God, if only. Like if I can, <laughs> if I can just tweet and Instagram for people. Like, right. Well, you know, he listens to this podcast. I'm it's, sure he it's, does. It's his favorite <laughs> podcast. Right. Yeah. People from He's the, the coast only one. Are, he is it's the just only him. One. People from the coast are realizing that the, the, the new shit is really popping here in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Go, oh, so you, you people from the Midwest are sassy. Well, yeah, that's right. They're mining us for material. I mean, uh, let's let's be honest. We're going to see a Wizard Road Trip movie out in the next six oh, months, yeah. and we're going to be like, "That people, was our idea." People are going to totally steal that. Mm-hmm. So, did you guys make a Wizard Road Road Trip movie? <laughs> Imagine this: it's like <laughs> Harry Potter meets Road Trip. You know, like it's their last summer, 
and it only gets Gandalf and Saruman. So there's a little Lord of the Rings in there. And they, so last summer, and they've got to lose their virginity, so they go on a road trip. So wizards on a road trip. What do you think? It would be brand new to me because I've seen none of those things that you mentioned. Oh, really? Okay. All right. Like, All honestly. Right. Maybe now's the time to mention the age gap. <laughs> well, I don't know. Harder, you, you, are, you are mentioning things that are from the late should, 90s to early 2000s. You should mention your age gap. Like, <laughs> like children. Like, <laughs> are Harry Potter's a trick? I know adults are, too. Everyone's going to be like... Fuck you. I, love I, Harry I usually don't talk about my age gap on a first day. <laughs> usually let that linger until about the third or fourth day. I'm an old soul mm. that just looks young as fuck. <laughs> so. I'm an old soul that just looks old as fuck. I, uh, I will tell you, like, full, like, full tea. My friend thought that you were your dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was like, he's like, was like, oh, he's the guy, Rick, right? That does the art. And I was like, no, no, like, that's his son. And he was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Well, we do happen to look quite a lot alike, so uh, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. I can say, like, from it, it's like, it's less, I people are doing it with less irony when they see me and my mom and they go, they say, you guys look like sisters. Because, like, I'm getting closer to looking like her. Like, she's not yeah. getting older. She's kind of yeah. stayed stagnant the last 15 years. Yeah, well, that's the <laughs> she thing. She looks the same. It's a, it's a real, I'm just aging. Like, I'm catching up. It's a real tortoise yeah. in a hair aging scenario. <laughs> she's <laughs> she's taking mad. a nap on the path while you're catching <laughs> up and passing her. <laughs> she used to be mad about it, and now yeah. she's like... Tell him, no, tell him we're sisters. I'm a girl, though. <laughs> you're, you, you're lucky that you and your dad look nothing alike. I mean, yeah. you do look a little alike, but but it's like not immediately, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, he doesn't have a big longshoreman beard. No. He does uh, have a beard, though. I think yeah. we're going to say something way darker. Like, you're lucky because you don't have a dad. <laughs> you're lucky because <laughs> like, 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 oh. your dad died when you were three and you don't ever have to deal with Because he left you and your family. Uh, no, and, and that's, I mean, uh, there's going to be other people. If you're out there and you're starting to look like your father, uh, hashtag... As a woman. As a woman. <laughs> hashtag Will's problem. Uh, we'd really like to hear from you. Uh, we, we like to make hashtags, too, because oh, nobody so ever many. uses them. You can do the longest hashtags. And also hashtag, then the word hashtag, then the thing you actually want to hashtag. Bless is my favorite. Hashtag, hashtag bless. Hashtag, hashtag, hashtag. So people know that, like... I don't really believe in hashtag blessed. Right. Maybe that's <laughs> I just movie. think it's funny. <laughs> Maybe that's our movie for today is the longest hashtag. It could be like the longest yard, only instead of being about prisoners playing football, it's, it's about just a hashtag. It's just about a hashtag. It's just about me making yeah, up hashtags. Sheila sitting over making up hashtags. Kind of like the imitation game, only with less uh, gay innuendos and more that Sheila making up hashtag hashtags. Was there gay innuendo? Well, he was gay in the imitation game. Oh, that's okay. part of the problem is because he got in trouble for it. Remember, that was very sad. Oh, spoiler. Yeah, I didn't see it. Did you not see it? In Benedict Cumberbatch? No. But but in, in Benedict Cumberbatch, <laughs> you're not a fan? I mean, he doesn't flood my basement like he does for like most <laughs> women I hear talking about him. Right. <laughs> but like... It's well, okay. that's that's because I was so you're south of the river. I'm better to cover that. I'm like, man, he's not a he's not that a Sherlock blogger. shows okay. And I only watched like three seasons of that. No, yeah. two. I was hard to tell because everyone was like an hour and a half long. The BBC one. Yes, yeah, no, no, they're, they're all long. They're definitely they're they're a little longer. They're like they're like little movieettes. 
Yeah. Yet. So I just saw spoiler alert when he falls off the building, but you knew he didn't die, so we're gonna do another season. Okay. I, I, and I said, okay, I'm done. I'm gonna <laughs> ask you a question, and, okay. and we're getting serious now. Um, are you from the East Coast? Because you, you you do have a, a little bit of an accent sometimes. Mm-mm. Really? No. So you just pick things up. I pick it up. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you do sometimes do, and I get accused of this too. Is it, so it's kind of uh, so I'm not judging. <laughs> But uh, if you think you say they have a little bit of a New York twang to them, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. I, I listen. If I listen to like, uh, I listen to other podcasts. So uh-huh. one for me, or just this guy Johnny McGovern, and he does gayest of all time, and he does a talk show where he interviews drag queens on YouTube, and so him and like his friend are very New York. Right. And so if I listen to that long enough, I'm like, all right, Dwelling, I'm just going to talk like this the rest <laughs> of the day. Yeah, yeah. And you, like, give me something to read. And if I just am reading something out of a magazine or, like, oh, listen, I'm going to read you this thing. And then I preface it, like, all right, I'm going to read it in this accent. But I'm going to tell you about Donald Trump, you know? <laughs> yeah. And so is this, I've always, as a kid, right, wanted to, like, mimic an old Jewish mother. Yeah, I've always I've always wanted to be an old Jewish woman. Oh. <laughs> so. But who can't understand why you would want to do that? I don't. I, the first time I got to New York, I met like my friend's mom, and yeah, she was like the perfect like coffee talk. Like, hello, Dwalin. My name is Eileen. It's so nice to meet you. And I was like, ah! <laughs> like that was what like shook me most. Like being from Kansas and being in New York the first right. time, I was like. They do exist. <laughs> like, nothing real. else really phased me about being out there. Well, okay, so... <laughs> that was the thing. So, true confession, I, I get accused of, of doing that, and I, and I do do it uh, on the on the word yesterday. Uh, like, most people say... Yesterday. Yes, yes, yesterday. <laughs> uh, so, I'll say, uh, yeah, no, I did that yesterday. And uh, I do the, the weird thing at the end of the day, and... I got asked about it by a word by a colleague. He's like, "Do, do you have a speech impediment?" <laughs> I'm like, "No." Here's the reason: uh, when I was in high school, the guy I thought was the coolest guy in the world, Mike Brandt, my mentor, he would affect occasionally a little bit of a New York accent. I think to make him sound more, make himself sound a little mm-hmm. more, you know, kind of tough guy kind of thing. Uh, I think he like gangster movies. So, but <laughs> that's one thing he'd say, he'd be like, "Oh, and let's do that today or yesterday," and so I up, and I just can't. Lose it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, for some reason, I, I, that's how I still pronounce yesterday. Yesterday. Instead of yesterday. I could look at a house on Minnesota today, and this is how you want to say it every time. It's like Minnesota. Minnesota. <laughs> where do you where do you come back? Do you have any strange speech things that you do? Not really. I don't know. I know there because where I'm from, there's not really a real pronounced speech kind of dialect, but I know it's a little different. So I remember when I first moved here, people would be like, would bring it up, but it kind of faded, I guess, because it's not that strong. What would we say? Is that I don't know. Southern? Or? No. Yeah, if you had a speech impediment. <laughs> no, but it was like, uh, I know part of it was, it was like a quicker speech pattern, I think, from there on the, the coast versus here. I don't know. What, do people, people talk faster? I think so. We're Bigger. all slow and easy. Can we talk slow here? I've heard as much. I've heard it. It's, it was something that I would notice a little bit coming back and forth. Like, people in the South here. talk faster than we do. Yeah. Really? People in the South actually talk super quick. Yeah. Especially, like, New Orleans and stuff. Like, 
Yeah, yeah. I had a woman that I used to work with. Not as, some places in the South, not as much, but yeah, New Orleans. She spoke so quick that like I would have to kind of reacclimate myself to understand her if like I was gone from work for we took like a vacation or something. <clears throat> I don't. I, I, I guess maybe this is this is my own personal bias. It's always, but I, I always assume that we kind of had the, the most mundane, neutral of accents. Yeah, I think it is. That's yeah. why it's kind of slow. That's why mm-hmm. news. Yeah, I almost feel like it was more. Not as much dialect as speech pattern yeah. is the difference. There's like, so, then it depends, like, more specifically. And I think if I could have, like, the transatlantic accent, though, like, if I could learn how to do that, like, old movie stars, mm-hmm. I would gladly speak well, like, like that. The, oh, it's, it's almost time for you to. <laughs> like, it's like, I don't. Let's open up some cocktails. It's the hardest it. thing to do, yeah. Just like that, I don't give a damn. Oh, frankly, I don't give a damn. Excuse We're going to do the rest of the podcast <laughs> like this. Hello. <laughs> It's for this podcast time. Like, no, I, I would piss off everyone, and I would never apologize if I could just talk like that forever. Like, I would... one, of the, one of the funniest <laughs> things I, I ever saw when I was over in England was uh, I was researching a, an airbase, old Buckingham airbase, and they had a collection of videos that they would show to GIs who were coming over to the UK on how to get along with the English, and it's basically things like... <laughs> You are very wealthy compared to them. They have been eating shoes. Please don't be an asshole about this. And stuff like that. But one scene in particular They should still have those, really. (laughs) Whatever country you're about to visit, you watch a video to be like, okay, man. (laughs) Like, here's how to be cool. Uh, Actually, that would be very, very helpful. I wish I There's a really good one, like what you're talking about on Netflix right now, about about Japan. The Japanese people. And it is... Very problematic. <laughs> like, <laughs> what was what was so funny about this this video in particular was that that they they would hire these studio actors. Um, I'm sure they were studio like studio B list C list actors to play the 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 foreign people. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this case, the Scots. Uh, and so there were these two Scottish guys doing Scottish actors, two two American guys doing Scottish accents as Scots. Wearing kilts with military uniforms, because that was apparently what Scots did, uh-huh. and doing the fucking worst Scottish impression of all time. Like, like a Scottish accent, if, if you, the only access to a Scottish accent you had was Nelson telling you about what he thought Mike Myers' Scottish accent was uh-huh. in, in an SNL sketch. I mean, like, like you, you didn't, you never heard a Scottish accent. The only thing you hear is him telling you, well, this, I think this is how I it can, is. I can see, like, trying to involve people from the actual country and being, like, awkward in a movie like that, but also maybe you really should have because it would maybe also make it better and well, more. <laughs> they were just like, close They could at least be like, yeah, this is stuff you don't need to do. Yeah, instead it's like the Scots going, okay, we all, you Jimmy, I don't do more right in the movie. And they were like, don't say shoes. Don't yeah. say shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever they're talking about. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Nod. Oh, man. <laughs> so there was this whole, uh, at the time I was there, like all these all these people of like our, our grandparents' generation were starting to die. And all of these British folks about our parents' age were suddenly finding out that their dad wasn't actually their dad. <laughs> that he was an American uh, airman in the, who was around for a little while and that's like 90% of the business that the American uh, part of the library that was donated by the airbase would just find genealogies <laughs> of, of, 
of, of accidental fathers. Do they, do they have like some DNA records that they could? Yeah, I don't know if they had DNA records. They were like kids on that swap. I think they just had man. Probably not from the forties. Just went through. It's like, well, did your mom fuck Lieutenant uh, Johnson, <laughs> Lieutenant uh, Nigel, Lieutenant Smith? So I guess they can at least give you like a like a kind of you know those mugshot pages. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like everyone looked to, the same back then. That's true. They really did. All those crews of, of American you, guys you probably all least, look like football, like like old school football teams. You probably at least narrow it down to like a half dozen, though, at least maybe, or but to start making some wait, phone calls. What are you gonna do with anyone? <laughs> Man, what? Is, I mean, I'm like, I'm back in America. Fuck you. That's that's, that's rough. If you're, Ima- um, imagine if you're like 78, and you get a call from like a 47 year old British guy. He's like, Hey, I think you're my dad. What's up? <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> or, or yeah, or like, like some, a whole bunch of British family comes over and visits you, and it's like, well, oh, hello, mate, we're relatives now. Oh, ain't that great? Because that's how they sound. Yeah. And then there. you're like a Trump supporter, and you're like, make America great again. Bye. Bye. And you shoot them. And, <laughs> and you shoot them. Yeah. And then it's on the news. Sounds that's, that's really sad when that happens. <laughs> that exact story. <laughs> that exact story. <laughs> so <laughs> I guess that sums up when you got your accent. I, I that's, think, so that's why sometimes I like to talk like this. <laughs> I think we should just finish accent corner after the, a long veer around. Oh, is that a portion on your show? The accent corner? Well, it is now. <laughs> you're, you're the first accent corner we've had. Well, I'm I need to talk one. about your accent. <laughs> Uh, hey, and the okay. Wound down. It wind it wound down. Sheila, the you're you're you're, you're you're a millennial, right? You're, I am on the. I'm one of the old ones, but yeah, I do consider okay. myself one because fuck it. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. Ask well, me questions about listen, no, ask the millennial. I, I don't. Know, I, well, <laughs> I'm going to ask you questions, but but here's the thing. Muslim um, is a marketing genius. And so we often have marketing corner here mm. at the, on the show. But I want to see how he markets to millennials. So I'm going to have him give his pitch. And then I want you to sort of tell me how you, as sort of the younger generation, mm. react to what he's pitching. Mm. So uh, have you thought about marketing corner this week? No. Okay. I, you know, a lot of times I forget that it's a thing in the show until you're like, hey, do marketing corner. I'm like, oh, yeah. He didn't know he was this young. Yeah. He didn't know he could talk to a millennial. Am I just setting up failure? No, I mean, I don't... You know, sometimes it's hard to just come up with a complete premise and product and thing like that. I think what I would do to help to argue to a millennial is things that are not expensive. Okay, well, then let's go with that. Let's go with that. I'd definitely push the the affordability. Here, I've got a chicken sandwich in a bag. Uh All right? (laughs) So what I want to do is that classic interview tactic. Uh I'm like, sell... I'm going to hand this to you, and I'm going to be like, sell that chicken sandwich in a bag to this millennial. We already talked shit about this, though. That's true. Um, (laughs) You know, you got to eat, and it's... I'm going to... 50 cents. Is there an egg on it? I think that's mustard. I don't know. Maybe egg. I haven't. I'm not going to open it because no. then I couldn't sell it to you. That's the law. <laughs> then its value depreciates greatly. Exactly. So it's actually going to be me convincing it's, you to open it so uh-huh. that I can buy it for cheap price. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like just a circular argument. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm into what that. Is, what is going on in here? It's, it's mustard. It's mustard. mustard. It's chicken sandwich. It's just chicken and mustard. All right, give me the Yo chicken cheese, sandwich. Yo Yo cheese cheese and are you going to sound lunch club that way? For, for those of you who are <laughs> listening, it's it's a really sad Ziploc bag with a with a sandwich in it. And it's, I don't know. Look, this was you, supposed to be about something bigger. Did you did you toast it? This was supposed this, to be about branding. What, what, what if you didn't toast it? It is toasted. Or if you didn't toast it, though, would it just look like You guys! It, it just looked terrible. Little, You're just, ruining my idea. Is there a little like cheese on there or anything? There's, there's, no, there's, chicken no, there's no cheese. There's chicken and mustard. Man, how do, you, how do you make a sandwich without cheese? I just, I did. I, I had, I was, I'm running out of time. I feel like this is maybe the sandwich that you show people to like show them what a bad sandwich is, and then you bring out the good sandwich yeah. that you're selling to them. Do okay. you like? How do you like? Go with this. They were like, "Do you like Dagwoods?" Well, look at this. That's <laughs> <laughs> the opposite. Uh-huh. <laughs> So what you're saying then is get the millennial on your side, and then you'll be able to uh, you'll be able to to, 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 to to market to them, right? Is that what you're saying? Is that I think so. You want millennials on your team so they can sell to other millennials. Yeah. yeah. So and now you sell this chicken sandwich. I'm not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't sell something I don't believe in. Oh yeah. Jesus! It's that idealism. I'm a millennial, and I have millennial. She's not Hercules. I have ethics. <laughs> I have ethics that only work for me personally. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Selfish and selfless at the same time. In fact, I think if Zeus had tried to get Hercules to sell that sandwich, he would have come up one feet short. Oh, boom. Boom. All right. So we've talked about my sandwich. Mm-hmm. Enough about my sandwich. It, okay, really it doesn't look the best. You should really take right? a picture of this sandwich and put it on the... Yeah. This should be on Sad Lunch Club. Uh, I'm not going to put it on Sad Lunch Club. I'm not that desperate yet. Well. But I am going to take a picture of it so we can put it on Double Deuce so when we put this episode <laughs> out, everybody can see the sandwich. Yeah. See the sandwich. Do you see what I see? Uh, 50 cent sandwich. <laughs> And really, uh, the, the value of the, pri- of, the, of, the, of the pieces of the sandwich make it more than 50 cents. Is it quality chicken or is it like Carl Buddings? Like what's going no, on? it's like a rotisserie chicken from Checkers. That's not bad. Yeah. I'm just saying I think you need a little bit more going on there. Than it's just... weird that you just like, yeah, you should like put, make it like a panini. Look, guys, everybody's that's what the problem. That's how you can market it. Like, you, you need a little smoke on there. If you open little, face uh, it, and uh, then you like, you deconstructed know, sandwich. Zhuzh it up. Mm-hmm. So, did I tell you about my... Uh, we don't have time for this right tell now. Tell me it's organic. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> it's 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 yes, we need to talk about my uh, deconstructed meatloaf. Yeah. Which is just ketchup and ground beef and onion on a plate <laughs> served somebody. I think we talked about is it. Is it raw hamburger? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, Wait. man. We just figured out what that was called. Is that... I can't remember now. But I think... That's what, my, what old people eat. Really? Well, not ketchup. I think you still need to cook the meat. I think. No, my grandpa no. eat raw hamburger and onions. Yeah, I think it's good for them. It's like uh, we need it's because they're things. becoming vampires while they die. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, that's scary. Let's kill all the old people. Oh, that's our time. Yeah. All right. <laughs> kill all the old people. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Goodbye. Everything is such sweet sorry. Thank you, Sheila. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Me giggling for 22 minutes. I think that went really well. Alright. Yeah. Contact us at doubledeucepod at gmail.com is our email. Twitter at doubledeucepod. We are also on Facebook as Double Deuce Podcast. We're also on iTunes, so please uh, subscribe to us and also leave a review with some stars if you liked it. If not, uh, we've been uh, some other podcast. <laughs>